anyone there? You can't hide from me, silly. I'll find you. So come out and play. You don't want to play with me? Then fine. You'll get what's coming to you. I see you, Brandon McFall. You can't hide from me. I'll pick all of you off, one by one by one. <laughs> Hello, my fellow haunters and hauntettes. Welcome back to another episode of The Haunt Critic. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the state of horror movies. So we all know the great horror movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Psycho, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th, movies like that, right? Well, nowadays, they just seem like they're doing too many remakes of movies. Like, I want them to be done with Halloween. I'm glad that Friday the 13th haven't been made recently. I know they're in, like, a legal battle and all this stuff, but I'm like, bro, nobody needs another Friday the 13th. No more Jason Voorhees movies, okay? We need to be done with him, done with Freddy Krueger. You know, we need to be done with Chucky. <laughs> we need to be done with Michael Myers. But also, we need to be done with, like, Leatherface. Because it's just, these storylines are not making any sense anymore. They're not going anywhere. It's like people are running out of ideas, and then when they come up with a new idea, it's not as good. So they try to, you know, capitalize off of an old idea, you know. Hire somebody like me. We don't need 500 wrong turns. We don't need 500 nightmares on, nightmares on Elm Streets or 500 Friday 13s or Halloweens. You know, we don't need... 500 paranormal activities we don't need 500 fucking chuckies right so that's the thing with horror movies that is just there's so many things you could come up with but they would rather capitalize off of old stuff and classics like even scream scream 5 was kind of whack i ain't even gonna lie to y'all you know it'd be good if they ended it on scream 6 because 6 you know it's a creepy number and one of the killers was Stu. They bring back like Cindy and um, Gail. Dewey's dead, so they can't really bring him back. But bring back most of those characters. And guess what? Make Stu be the last killer. And pretty much have like Gail and Cindy standing there. And then she's like, who are you? And Ghostface is standing there looking at him. And he puts the uh, voice changer up to his mouth. He's like, long time no see, Sid. And just takes off the mask and a stew. Because when you watch the first one, the TV fell on him. You know, I know that could kill you. But when I watched the scene, it didn't like electrocute him or anything like that. Billy, you could see he died. And they even reference him as like an apparition in the girl's memory. When, you know, she was fighting her boyfriend and stuff like that. So... I think the best thing is not even tell anybody that they're going to bring Stu back and have him in there and just let it be surprised. Like, don't even have him in the movie. Just have him, like, be Ghostface and then explain the backstory of how he was able to stay alive and how he took a break from the hiatus and, you know, been hiding from the police and all this other stuff, right? Just give a little backstory on... How he was able to escape and then this time kill him and then be the end of Scream. You know, it'd be cool him and somebody else, you know. Obviously, it would never be as good as him and Billy, but yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But hell, you know, I think it would just be dope to have Stu back. 
even though people are like, oh, he's dead, he's dead. Well, he got hit by a fucking TV. I mean, you could live from that, just saying. So just bring him back. And it's a fucking movie, man. It's a movie. How many times has Michael Myers and Jason and Freddy getting fucked up? And guess what? They still come back. You know what I'm saying? So it wouldn't be a little bit too far-fetched if Stu came back. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it'd be dope. And it'd just be a walk down memory lane. Not only it's back at his house where it all started, but guess what? It's him there, too. I think it'd just be exciting just to see him pull the mask off and Sid and Gail are standing there. And it's like, <gasps> it's him. And then, like, everybody's, like, spooked the fuck out because the whole entire movie, you think it's the people within the group like it's been in all the other Scream movies. But this time, the second killer is Stu, and you don't know until he takes off the mask. I think it'd just be a dope concept if you don't mind me. Don't mind if I do. But it just seems like there's just too many remakes or too many, like, not good movies at all. It's like, oh, some of these are just getting stupid. Like, I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't get down with some of them. Like, they're just too much, like, X. The fuck is that? Scream, which, you know, they're like, oh, it's not like all the Scream movies. Come on, man. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Come on. Hatching. Uma, Firestarter, that seems like it's going to be good, but it doesn't seem like it's going to come off as a horror, more like horror, horror movie, more like an action horror, Fresh, Choose or Die, Twin, Cellular, The Coven, why does The Coven look like a uh, spin-off version of like Wrong Turn, Studio 666, that don't look like that's going to be scary, that looks like it's going to be stupid funny. Uh, Monstrous, the Requin, another Jaws type remake, the Mega and all that other stuff. So called the River, so called no, so called the River. I thought it was gonna be so called the River. That would make a little bit more sense. The Northman, it looks scary. Morbius, obviously, I don't know. Escape the Field, Batman, that's not scary. Shark Bait, no. Unhuman. Definitely not. Okay, these are not even fucking, you know, a lot of these aren't even horror movies. These are just fucking trash. Like, oh my god. And they even ranked them too. Oh god, this is bad. Best horror movies of 2022 ranked new scary movies best to worst. Oh, this is gonna be fucked. The Innocence, 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. That's pretty fucking good. What is this next one? Hellbender, 97%. Uh, a teen and her mother live simply in a house in the woods. Same concept. Spending their time making metal music. What? That. <laughs> what? That makes no sense. A chance encounter with a fellow teen causes her to uncover a connection between her family and witchcraft which causes a rift with her mother oh okay like the fuck why the writers have my last name i don't like that 95 for x a group of actors set out to make an adult film in rural texas oh that's probably gonna be fucked <laughs> literally fucked under the noses of their recluse's host, but when the elderly couple catches their young guest in the act, 
the cast finds himself in a desperate fight for their lives. Oh, gore, drug use, strong sexual content, graphic nudity, language, strong bloody violence. Damn, why would you go and make an adult film out in the middle of nowhere, okay? That's weird. You won't be alone. 93. Set in isolation, mountain village in the 19th century. You won't be alone. Follows a young girl who's blah, blah, blah. Hatching, 92. I don't really think that's going to be scary. We're all going to the World's Fair. The fuck? That's got a 90. The Sadness... Oh, that was on, um, what's that place uh, called? That streaming platform, Shattered or something like that for all horror movies. Yeah, somebody said it wasn't even scary and it wasn't that good. It's got 90%. You're Not My Mother, 89. Watcher, 87. Scream got a 76. Yeah, that shit was not that good. I ain't even gonna lie. Master got a 75. Lucifer, 100. What? Oh, man, how the fuck did that? Joanna's an innocent Casper Hauser-like man with the heart of a child lives secluded in an airline hunt. Together with his urge and his devotionally devoted mother, daily life in an isolated world is government by prayer and ritual, but sudden modern objects and disrupted noise intrude between nature and the worship a tourist. Okay. Crimes of the Future, 79, The Curse, uh, Homebound, 70, Men, 68, uh, I saw the commercial that, wasn't even scared, Room, 203, 60%, No Exit, 57, Ooh. Studio 666, 57, told you that's not going to be as good, The Banquet, 55, Dash Cam, wasn't that supposed to be a, um, you know, a Blumhouse movie? You know, I don't get it. I don't think uh, Black Phone is going to be that good. If you want me to be honest, some of Jason Blum's films, I know that he does cheap horror. And, like, he, you know, does up to only $5 million. It's either $5 million or less. And then he makes, like, $100, 200 300 400 million off of it. I mean, great strategy, but... Some of these movies are just definitely going to be a miss. Like Black Phone, I think is, I don't know, I think it's going to be more of a miss than a hit, if you want me to be honest. So, not trying to be disrespectful, but yeah, Dash Cam, it doesn't say uh, who the distributor is. I thought it was, no, never mind then. It ain't a Blumhouse film, my bad. The Long Night, 36%. Oh, that's fucked. That's fucked there, laddie. See, I told you, it looked like a wrong turn spinoff that wasn't going to be that good. While searching for the parents she never knew, New York transplant Grace Scott Taylor Compton returns to her childhood southern stomping grounds with her boyfriend to investigate a promising lead to her family's whereabouts. Upon arrival of the couple's weekend, takes a terrifying and bizarre turn as nightmarish cult and their manacle leader terrorizes the pair and routines in fulfilling a twisted ancient apocalyptic prophecy. Eh, some cult bullshit. Knew it wasn't that gonna be good. Those who walk away, 38. 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 32. God. Dang. 32%. The Cellular, 31. Uma, 30%. God. Choose or Die, 31. The Requin, 23. Why would people... Why do people make stupid fucking movies and then think it's... Oh, it's a good idea to release this shit. Like, what? War Hunt, 21%. Firestarter, 11 I could have sworn that's a Blumhouse fucking production. Because I remember Jason Blum talking about that shit. I really do. Damn. Audience score, 47. Tomato meter, 11. God. Oh. That's. That's fucked, you guys. Yep, producer Jason Blum. Oh my god, dude. That's fucked. The Legend of La Laura, 7%. I thought that movie was going to be good. Damn, 7. That's really bad. Damn. Ugh. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's definitely a miss. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like horror is scary like they used to be. Like, nothing really, like, terrifies me. My buddy said he wants to make a uh, video production company and make horror movies. And I told him, I was like, dude. You could fucking do it. Like, do the shit. Like, he's going to school, which I'm like, mm, I don't know if you should go to school for all that. But maybe he'll meet some classmates that will be down for it, you know? I just don't feel like, you know, film school is the way to go nowadays. I just feel like it's outdated, if you want me to be honest. So I think it would just be better if he actually went and did it himself and just learned. Because at the end of his, uh, you know, not year, but graduation in about two years, 2024, he has to come up with the film. And it's got to be a horror film. And he pretty much has to, you know, make it good. And I'm like, dude, I'll fucking help you. Like, let's do this shit. Like, let's fucking do it, son. Let's do it. Like, I'm down for it, man. I'm I'm down for it. Any time of the week, I'm just down for it. So, Yeah. I'm just amazed by it. I think it's just so fucking cool. You know, because I've always been an actor. Like, I know I do music, and I'm a musician and all this, and I've kind of, like, stride away a little bit because, you know, I'm financially fucked at the moment. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills, to be honest with you guys. Oh, God, this fucking sucks. And for some reason, I can't make money off this podcast. I don't know, but, yeah. It is what it is, though. I mean, I got to figure out how to make some money, dude, because I got a phone bill that's coming up. Not tomorrow, but the day after tomorrow. And, yeah, I also got to play, play, pay. God darn it, play, pay. I don't know. I'm doing one of the two, god dang it. For, uh, you, you get the drifts. Phone bill, you know. Or at least I'm going to have to pay for my black phone. That just sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't resonate with me it's just these movies are just like not good like i don't know the backing that people put in like when it's a blumhouse production you're like oh it's pretty good but then when you see it like go through like universal studios and they put more money behind it you're like oh okay that's definitely a whole different machine if you ask you know i understand if it was like an indie person but like we know jason he's got the money 
a fucking millionaire. He's got the backing and the help and stuff like that. So I just don't understand why he's not coming out with something better. Like you have a $5 million budget. You could come up with something better than that. I don't know why he set the budget so low because it's going to be really hard. Because, you know, you got to pay for props, locations, licensing, um, costumes, actors, food, travel cost, hotels, gas, all that shit, you know. Cameras, camera angles. What I mean by camera angles, I mean the lens for the angles, if you know what I mean. There's just a lot of shit that's to it, right? No disrespect to Blumhouse. He's great. You know, he's pretty much filling in some big shoes because, you know, you got to think you have Alfred Hitchcock. You have Wes Craven. You have John Carpenter. You know, he's more taking the route of John Carpenter with the cheaper films and stuff like that. I mean, they're still good, don't get me wrong, but I feel like my buddy could probably be a good competitor to him and bring out the best in Jason and his team, you know, because we're fresh, we're young guys, and we've seen a lot of bad shit in life, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we could take our twisted ideas and turn them into something freaking crazy. I already have an idea for a whole fucking TV show, because I wanted to make like a horror TV show, because... You know, I have so many dark characters that it fits more into a show than it would a movie. You know what I mean? But it's going to be cheaper, but it's going to take a lot more time to do, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's going to be so freaking fun. Got a lot to do, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot to do. And, uh, yeah, it, it seems like I'm doing a lot. I'm pretty much recording for five different fucking podcasts. I eventually want to go back and do other haunted attractions once that happens and get that done. And then I'm like, okay, I got to get into music and film for my music videos. And then after that, eventually I want to get into making short horror films and then eventually have my own movie production company. I know my buddy, he wants to make horror movies, but I'm going to do the different route and do horror TV shows, you know, so... I'm trying to make them better and make everything so much more entertaining and see if I can get the audience because everybody's got different levels of fear. That's why I tell people, like, what are you afraid of so I can, like, capitalize off that shit because a lot of people have the same fear and that's, like, things that could actually happen, you know? That shit right there is what is really, really the tip of the iceberg because you're like, okay, so... What am I supposed to do now? You know, you... What am I trying to say? You don't want... Fuck. You don't want to make shitty shit. You know what I mean? You don't want to make shitty shit at all. You know? So, you just gotta... You just gotta make good shit. I mean, Blum was like, yo, that fucking quiet place almost put me in my grave. That shit was funny because it was like, that shit was good, man. It was... It was really good for a movie, and the concept was great, and it brought in millions of dollars. So they definitely recouped their budget. And that's the thing, man. You don't really think about the money that these companies are spending and the taxes that they had to pay. And, you know, if it fails, they lost money. If it succeeds, they gain money. It's just a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes, to be honest with you guys. But... I can't wait to see the direction where where horror movie goes. You know, the horror genre itself. So, 
I'm just excited, and I hope that my buddy fulfills that dream and turns his ideas into something great. Because I'm tired of all these remakes and you know spinoffs and sequels. So I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever you're listening to this. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.